Welcome to Be The King Podcast, the place for men who desire to create an impact in this world. Join host Tim Holloway as he leads the call to action in a time where our families and communities are suffering due to men failing to be the man. This podcast explores what it really means to be the king. All right, man. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to Be The King Podcast. As we do, we are going to the man question of the day. My wife asked me for divorce. My children don't know yet. When should the kids be told? Mm, This is a very hard one. So I would imagine that the wife is still in the house and you're probably uh, sleeping in several locations or this, that, and the other thing. So, um, Children are pretty receptive. They kind of know what's going on. They probably already know that you've been fighting. They know a lot more than uh, than you probably think. And so depending on how young they are, um, they have knowledge of the dysfunction already. They know that you're not happy. So at any rate, for most children, it's not going to come as too much of a shock. But at any rate, when do you tell them? When you are 100% sure yourself and arrangements have been made for you to live in a different location. Now, before this happens, I would would say this to the man, because this is a man asking me this question, that step up, rise up, be the man. And what I mean by this is that a lot of women leave because of failure of men to step up and be the king. I can guarantee you that very few women leave a king. And what I mean by that is is that you are rocking all areas of your life. That is, you're building a powerful spiritual connection that you are you're mastering your business and your bank account and you're building health and nutrition into your body and connection with your wife with date night and just making deposits into her life. A woman would be crazy to leave those things. Now, some women do. I'm not going to lie. But very rare is the case. And so you got to ask yourself your part in this situation which is you are 50% responsible. It takes two to tango, right? So the best thing that you could do is this, is you could begin to work on your impact. Focus on yourself. Don't be that needy little man that comes crawling and this, that, and the other thing, and we should work this out. And Don't do all that. Because it's just going to drive her away. It's going to focus more on... on the reality that you are not being the king. Okay? And so what that means is focus on yourself. Start developing a spiritual life. Start thinking about how you are going to create wealth for yourself. Start thinking about your daily habits and routines that are going to produce the health that you want in your body. Start thinking about your connection to your children and being the father that you long to be. Now you start doing all these powerful things that guarantee that you are going to attract a powerful woman. 
Now she may come around and see those powerful attributes in your life and begin to make a shift. Or she can go ahead and continue on at any rate. You are going to be a powerful, powerful man that attracts a woman of the same caliber. You see, when you begin to begin to pursue all these things, these holistic lifestyle, you'll begin to attract another woman that is in the same boat. But the first idea is this, work on yourself, build your impact, establish your connection with your children. Look at your daily habits and ask yourself, are they giving you the results that you actually want? Begin to focus on that and build yourself up. Because here's what's going on. As that you are a man that has been torn down. I've been in this situation. I've had a divorce. I've been that man. And I can guarantee you this, that I was not being the king. I wasn't stepping up. I wasn't taking responsibility for my life. And all of those character and all those attributes are severely unattractive. They are severely unattractive, and they actually repulse women. It's like the magnet. It repulses them. Not the magnet that pulls, but the opposite that repulses and pushes away. And that's what happens when we fail to build our impact, when we fail to be the king. So when do you tell the children? Like I said, when things have finalized, when it's time to, when you're 100% certain, when the separation has begun to evolve. Now, I've had this conversation. Now, the the most important thing with the children is that they're not losing their father and they're not losing their mother. And so it's the reassuring of the idea that you are going to be around, that you're going to be civil and that you're going to work things out. So focus on being the king and connecting with those kids. All right. So we are in the man quote of the day, and it is brought to you by Winston Churchill. And it goes like this. There's nothing noble being superior to your fellow man. True nobility is being superior to your former self. So we have this idea of worth and value. And that is that we have the mindset that it it is external. And that is we can look at the outside of our life and therefore identify our value and what we are worth. And what we do is we try to keep up with the Joneses. I don't know who the Joneses are, but we're trying to keep up with them, right? And that is the mindset of looking at other people and therefore judging your worth and the value as superior or inferior. And so what we try to do is this. We try to hang ourselves or hang around people that are beneath us. And so therefore we can feel worth and value. And we look at the people beneath us who don't have the car we have, don't have the house we have, don't have the mindset and the belief systems we have. And we go, I'm doing pretty good. But what begins to happen when we begin to connect with people who are greater than us, we therefore look at ourselves and look at ourselves as insufficient and unworthy. And therefore we strive to measure up. 
So in a couple of ways, this could be very positive that if you hang around people that are better than you, that you, you strive to become better. But here's the problem is that we have this external mindset and we might hang around people that have better cars or better houses or better boats and think that that's what it actually is. And we begin to pursue all these external things instead of internal things. There is nothing noble about being superior. And that is comparison. When we look at ourselves, the person beneath us and judge ourselves okay, and we look at the person above us and judge ourselves inferior, both are detrimental to our lives. Our worth and value does not consist of the things that we possess on the outside. So true nobility is this. Looking at your former self and saying that I have grown and I have expanded and I have become the king that I was meant to be. And that I can look at myself six months ago. I can look at myself a year ago and say that I have outgrown and I have mastered my former self. And that I am superior to that person that I was six months or a year ago. It's all about growth and expansion, my friends. And that's what true nobility is. All right, so we are in the Men Creating Impact version of this podcast, and we're going to talk about alignment, alignment to your true self, alignment to your core values. I'm going to be reading, and it goes like this. Being in harmony with yourself is getting in touch with what you want. We've already thoroughly talked about this, right? Powerful idea. You need to start living up to your own standards and stop trying to live up to the expectations of others. Truth at its core is being in alignment with your values and your personal expectations. So let me tell you something about standards, and that is this, is that our core values need to come from within. And so we are trained because we are human and we're born into a society, we are born into a family and culture. There are certain standards that are pressed upon us. You see, there comes a point in time where we either adopt these standards or we release them and let them go. For example, you might have been born in a Catholic family. That doesn't make you Catholic. You might have been born in a Christian family. That doesn't make you Christian. Now, when we begin to adopt these belief systems, when we begin to practice these, and when we begin to make a conscious choice that these are our standards and these are what we're going to live by, that's when we truly become. And so the question is this, is what standards do you have in your life? Are they adopted or have you consciously chose those standards and are seeking to live up to those? You see, I don't believe that you have any right to claim standards or belief systems that you haven't constantly challenged or made a choice to. And so what I've, I've seen in many people's lives is that whatever they were programmed as a kid, they go ahead and continue in this mindset and belief system, but they never actually sought it out themselves. They never actually searched. They never actually consciously believe. They just say that they are. And so I don't mean to get a, a topic on religion, but what I'm talking about here is standards. And we cannot live up to the standards of other people. We simply can't. And we know this from 
uh, a father mindset that has put high, or even a mother that has put high standards on their children, high expectations, right? And so the child either does a couple of different scenarios. One, they strive to meet those standards, right? But because they are too high, they fail constantly, and therefore they always feel rejected and neglected by the parent. Then there's the other mindset that says that I am going to oppose those standards with all of my heart and all my mind. And this is where our little rebellious children come from, that I'm going to oppose these standards and reject these standards, and I'm going to buck the system. But then we have another mindset in this, and this is what I, uh, I'm espousing here, is that you begin to look at what you believe, your standards, and begin to ask yourself, are these mine? Am I willing to live up to those? And then therefore, this creates a new idea. That is, I am the one in charge of my standards, and then therefore, we are empowered to live up to them. You see, there's nothing worse than striving to live up to other people's standards out of some form of obligation. And this leads to really a life of frustration and disappointment. And so we have to set our own belief systems. But here's where harmony comes in. Here's where alignment comes in. And that is this, what I believe, what I say, and what I do, they all line up. And this is the most powerful form of harmony that we can experience, but we can't experience it if we're holding on to everybody else's standards because we are going to fail to live up to them and therefore be in this mindset of failure and discouragement. But we, when we begin to set our own standards, our own core values, and then we begin to live up to those things, we confirm to ourselves that we are in alignment. And like I said, alignment is this. It's when what you believe, say, and do all line up. So I had this funny scenario happen when I was a, a youngster. Um, it was of the mindset that that of my church that Christians didn't smoke, right? And so I grew up uh, in a smoking environment and and was um, struggled with smoking uh, most of my life. And so as a teenager, I remember getting out of my truck uh, with a cigarette in my hand and running into the church drummer. And so as I walked up, I threw the cigarette on the ground and I stepped on it to hide it. And I did this because of trying to live up to other people's expectations. You see, the expectation of the church was Christians didn't smoke. But my core values, my belief system said, a Christian could smoke if he wants to. And so there was these conflicting core values, conflicting standards. But when faced with it, I chose to be a hypocrite. And what a hypocrite does is that they're not alignment with their belief system and their values, and they try to conform to other people's standards. So the best harmony that you can have with yourself is when what you believe, say, and do all line up, even if it's not in accordance to somebody else's standards. All right. So I will see you again tomorrow. Peace.